0: Welcome to the Chrome Review. Alright, this is the uh, first edition of uh, the Crew Review uh, International Edition. Yep, Um, yep. Riley is currently, uh, or so he tells me, um, in line at a bank in China. What? province of china are you in currently
1: i'm in a small province of beijing Mm. you may have heard of it
0: Mm. very nice i've heard it's wonderful this time of year
1: oh super nice
0: well what's the temps like outside give me celsius because i don't understand anything other than celsius
1: oh yeah (laughs) you do great over here uh it is 23 degrees celsius centigrade right now um it's pretty nice outside it's it's cool it's a cool morning 74 degrees for y'all that are uh in the states
0: oh very nice very nice
1: yes um but it's it's breezy it, when it's hot here it's not that hot but it's it's cool so far the, oh. and there's like the pollution noticeably has not been that bad so mm. i like I've, i have not really seen any smog yet so
0: nice um well I guess the, the elephant in the room is, "Why has it taken us this long to get this podcast recorded?" And I will say it's, you know, partially ooh, uh, partially my fault, but um, it, it's far more difficult to coordinate things when your co-host is in another country, but uh, the, the, uh, the time difference is actually kind of an advantage. It's far better oh, than it's great if he had been in Europe because it's basically our days are flipped, right? So I do the podcast yep. in the evening, he does it in the morning. It's really not that bad of a trade-off.
1: And I'm up like it's it's not like I'm just waking up. I've been up for 3 or 4 hours. So, it's nice. It's 7 for you, it's 8 for me.
0: So Yeah. Yeah. So uh ultimately, I guess the only thing we really can talk about to this point is maybe do a little draft grade session, maybe talk a little bit about the matchups, but we're hoping to have another podcast done next week. Um, it might be a little more difficult because uh, classes will be even that much further into the swing of things. And so I don't know well, if I'll have... I start up. classes next week. So. Yeah, so so we'll see. Um, it um, might happen. It might not. But uh, I think we will definitely, at the very least, two weeks from now, get like a week one review. Um, yep. Because those are my favorite to do a post-mortem on each week those are when we really hit our groove and can actually oh, yeah. have things concrete things to comment on rather than just um, speculate.
1: It's going to be nice to look at things this year purely as, like, I'm just watching the games. This right, might yeah. as well be another league for me to watch. You're so. just an observer. Right.
0: Um, so I, I guess we can start by just going through uh, – my plan was to go through the draft – and we know teams have changed, but due to Riley's current situation, his uh, uh, his access to the league may be a bit limited. Um, That's not even true. Um, so I guess if he wants, he what could is- look at them as we go. But I sent him yeah, the draft. Yeah, we,
1: we can look at the teams. Okay, I have no yeah. fantasy app on my phone. All
0: right, well, let's do that then. So we'll start. Oh, the first team geez. I see whenever I go to the league uh is Kindle for whatever reason. Um and it works out cuz he had the first pick. So I don't know if that's how it does the order or what. Um but so we're going to start with Kindle's team and and uh I think I'm going to give I'm going to give out letter grades today. Um Okay. So for Kindle, I think Kindle had a really solid draft. Um If I were him, I'd be pretty confident. Now, um, one thing I worry a little bit about with Kindle is the depth and that's going to be a, uh, a, a theme throughout a lot of these teams is people forget about how important depth is, you know, you get like, people are going to get hurt. It happens. Yeah. So it's already happened. Yeah. You got to have depth. Um, now I think Kendall has really good running backs and his wide receivers are just okay. Especially since Andrew Luck retired. God rest his soul.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I think I'm gonna give Kendall uh, a B minus for his team. Um, I definitely think it could improve with some good waiver pickups, and um, I just think he like like his running backs are really good, but and he's got a good tight end, quarterback's pretty good. Just I worry about the wide receivers um, consist. Like I think they'll definitely have their blow up games. Like I would, I would say Kendall will definitely have like probably like three or four weeks where he's the highest scoring team, but he'll also have dud weeks where he only scores in the eighties. If I would have to and, and put and my you called it
1: B minus for him.
0: Yeah, that's a B minus for me.
1: Okay, so for and I think I think if, it only makes sense that I go off of your grades as well. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna give his team. A beat on the line mm-hmm. i don't think it's as bad as you say um but i think you're right i think i like the quarterback i think baker's gonna do well this year yeah his running backs are solid um and i like i like his wide receivers sometimes i don't know carson like that but uh um, jeffrey is good and then obviously you have ty so they're gonna do well here and there but if, jeffrey can be spotty especially with his injuries so if he's yeah. like probable one week that's Question the thing one, that we...
0: worries me is he just doesn't have a consistent flex. Like, so he's got Alshon Jeffrey, who's, like, like he'll have a couple, like, 18-point games, but he'll also have, like, six-point games. Um, yeah. And Darius Geis, you know, I love Darius Geis. I think he's going to be good, but he's never played in the NFL before. Like, his rookie season, he tore his ACL, so, like, I just don't know. And Adrian Peterson's still there, so like I, I don't know. It's it's spooky to me. It's spooky. But
1: going back off of what you said, I'm not mad at a B- be minus because of the depth. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So, so that's I I think Kendall is a firmly a playoff team, but probably like a four through six seed. Probably not a top three okay. seed, if I had to guess.
1: Um, he could definitely be a wild card. Definitely. Yeah, he's got the talent for it at least. Yeah.
0: Um, let's see, who's next? Next, I have Jack, um, on my yeah. list.
1: It, okay, so, just saying it out loud, for me, it was hard to find these other teams on the app. You had to look I would find, look at standings.
0: Yeah, so and they then, were, they updated the app and removed the opposing team tab, which I didn't realize yeah. how often I used it, but I guess I really no, did. No, all the time. Because, like, now I just, yeah, now you just have to go to standings. Um, I was which, so confused. Which is a little yeah. weird, but, um, uh, so Jack's team... Now I'm gonna come out and say it. I think Jack's team's the best. It pains me to say <laughs> yeah. this. I really Jack's got wish, a team on him, bro. I wish it wasn't, but I think it is. Um, and I guess so. I guess I have to decide whether or not I'm rating this like relative to one another. Because obviously, if I think Jack has the best team, he should get an A plus. Um, yeah, I guess I so, guess I'll just give Jack an A because that makes everything else a little easier. So Jack, I thought like you got a.
1: I thought like you could put him at like an A.
0: That's I. I mean, Cause,
1: well, because there's because you can't get better than an A. You can't get better than an A plus.
0: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I'll yeah, I'll say I'll say it's an A. Um, I think his running backs are good. Now, like all he needs is for one of Devontae Freeman or Derrick Henry to be good. Um, His wide receivers are good. He's three deep at wide receiver. Um, he's
1: got, and he's got him on the bench, too. Yeah.
0: And uh, the only thing I worry about for him is tight end. I think Greg Olson could have a good year, but he could also just break his foot again and be worthless. Yeah. And then Jared Goff was really, really, really good for the first, I don't know, like 14 weeks of last season, maybe not even that long. And then he really trailed off towards the end, had a really rough – Last, yeah, so it was basically after the bye week. Weeks 13 to 17, he averaged probably like 14 points per game. Had one game where he had negative .3 points. So, Um I mean, you, you hate I, to see I that. I think with with, it with, worries with,
1: me. Uh, with Jack's team, you kind of have to look for things to not like. And you're right with the uh, Jared Goff thing, I think. But that's just going to be like a couple weeks into the season. He's going to have to fill things out. Tom Brady's definitely going to have some really good matchups. The, the Patriots have a an easy easy uh schedule this year so yeah, i don't know how that happened he'll be he'll be able to fill in tom brady easily and then um no i think i like his team a lot
0: yeah uh, i don't know how the patriots had such an easy oh, schedule but it's and bizarre.
1: also with with uh olsen the thing is um he could just end up being a regular tight end you know so usually greg olsen's one of those ones that's above the pack um but at the worst i think he's mediocre or average or he gets injured obviously so i think jack's biggest problem is that he could just he has a normal tight end at the worst
0: yeah yeah i don't think it's a a, like a like i don't think it'll lose him games i just think that if there was a weakness it would be and and those are the two positions you want weaknesses at because like the value over replacement players at that position is uh is the lowest right so like you can find another tight end if Greg Olson does this sucks. You can, If he needs to find a regular tight end, he can find a regular tight end. Absolutely. Uh, that's sort of – this team is built on the model that I used for the longest time, which was I only want running backs and wide receivers. Forget about tight end and quarterback. I'll pick them at the end. And it's sort of it, – right. it has worked. So I think – And he's
1: and he's got two good quarterbacks with that model. So Yeah.
0: I'll give him an A. Yep. Um, next for me is – Kyle Baker Yep. so Kyle's team is one that confounds me um, because I don't really know what to say about it Um, it's good but I don't think it's oh and I guess since I said the playoff thing about Kendall I think Jack will be a top three seed now I don't want to say that he'll be the one seed even though I thought he drafted the best team because so much stuff happens but I think he's got a firm like foundation to which he can build on and make a top three seed. Um,
1: um, yeah, I think Jack is a two seed. And I think regardless of where he comes, like he could be a one seed. I just don't know. I just don't want to call that. He's getting his money back regardless.
0: Yeah. Um, Kyle's team, I think it really could go either way. And I think it hinges on whether or not David Johnson is good or not. Um, because I think Kyler will do a lot of good things for the Cardinals offense, but at the same time, that offensive line is bad. It's so bad, man. I just don't know if he can overcome that, because I think he'll get touches, and last year he got touches and still finished as number nine, but it just worries me how bad the offensive line was. Um, And then Kyle sort of has like a log jam at wide receiver where he has three or, I guess, three, like, lower-end wide receiver twos, I would say. He has to hope that Cooper Cup comes back and returns to the form he had at the beginning of the season. Because um, if he can do that, then then he's fine. Um, if Cup, you know, returns a little slower, then that flex and wide receiver two spot is going to look a little thin uh, at the beginning of the yeah. year. So I think Kyle's team is probably... Um, I'll give it a. Hmm.
1: I'm I'm thinking on it too right now.
0: I don't know, cause I I'm trying to relate it to Kendall's team, cause I think it's clearly right. not as good as Jack's. And in relation to Kendall's team, I think it's about the same. I don't same. even know where it is. I think it's yeah. about the same. I'll give it a B minus. Yeah, B minus. And
1: I think just like going on the same, I'll go with the B with Kyle.
0: Yeah. Yep it's sort of the same deal where I worry about Kyle's depth a lot. Cause basically well,
1: for me, I, the, the, all I see is my exact same issue. I had last year with wide receivers is that you have a, a lot of decent ones. Yeah. But not, you never not know what you have to start.
0: You never know which one to play. Yeah.
1: Right. So it's like, I hope you have a hot hand. Yeah. Because if Kyle has the high end all year, he has high potential, like wild card, even maybe like lower top tier, um, People that are going in with their money back, but otherwise he could be on the outside of the bubble.
0: Yep, for sure. So I'll, I'll say that Kyle's probably uh, probably a four to six seed team. I have an idea of who I think the playoff teams are. So Kendall and Kyle are definitely probably wild card teams in my head. Probably um, next, I have Trevor. Um. Ooh. Now, Trevor's an interesting one to me because Trevor, I think, for the first year is having to really – I think he's actually going to think about it a little more rather than just play. Um, Because I think last year he was just sort of riding off of his championship year. Um, Mm -hmm. And last year, not as much success. He still made the playoffs. But this year, um, I worry a little bit for his depth. Um, especially at running back. Now he'll get a reinforcement in Kareem Hunt towards the end of the season. Um, but he's just got – he does this same thing that he always does where, like, his his entire bench is rookie wide receivers, which if no one else knows this, rookie wide receivers have, like, one of the lowest, like, hit rates for, like, success, as in, like, uh, you hit on that pick of, like, any position in the draft. Uh, talking NFL draft, not fantasy draft. So, like, it's really risky to pick a rookie wide receiver, especially for fantasy, just because they don't necessarily always turn out. Um, But the thing that worries me for him is that at each position, he sort of has a lower-tier top player. Like, Le'Veon Bell worries me a little bit because he's on the Jets now, and that's a bad offensive line. Juju Smith-Schuster, I think he's a really good player. Now I don't know if he's gonna be as good as the number one. I think he'll be probably fine. Uh, I think I think Juju as will the number probably, one where in Pittsburgh.
1: Well, who's the number one gonna be if it's not Juju? Well, no, Juju. that's my
0: point. Is I don't know if he'll be as like I don't oh. like people are predicting a certain spike in his performance based Even on. Even though
1: he's a number one, you don't know if he'll be a number one.
0: Yeah, well, I think sure. like like he'll be good. I think he'll probably have a little bit better of a season than last year maybe um, but at the same time I honestly could see like the Pittsburgh passing offense taking a massive step back without I don't Antonio think so um,
1: I think I think it's always like for, this is me as a Steelers homer coming out but I think the Steelers wide receiver core is always really good because we always pull people that no one knows And we're going to have those people, and they're going to do really well. That's just me. I think if anything in the the Steelers' offense, or passing is going to go down, it's going to be because of Ben, not because of the wide receiver
0: talent. No, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it might just be – I think that Antonio Brown and Juju, as talented as they are, have covered up a lot of Roethlisberger's flaws over the years. Um, And I think with one of those being gone, we're going to see more bonehead Ben Roethlisberger than we have in the past. That's you're absolutely me.
1: right, but it's always more of a cast than just those two, but you're absolutely right.
0: Yeah. Um, and so, like, I think I think this team is fine. I think it's probably better than Kendall and Kyle. Um, I'm going to give it a B because it's got spectacular quarterback. It's got a number one at both wide receiver and running back. It's just the depth falls off a lot, but his starting lineup, lineup is really, really strong. Um, so I guess I'm going to say that this is probably – I think this is like a three or four seed. I don't want to put him in the top three or the... Like, I think he's he's three or four. Um, so I guess I'll just full on and go and predict it. I think Kendall's a six seed. Kyle's a five seed. Uh, and then I'll decide Trevor. There's one other team that's in my head that I think could get the three or four seed. Um, and I'll pick between Trevor and that team later. But he gets a B.
1: Um, so I don't think I'm going to give, like, where I'm actually going to see them. I can just, I'm going to put ranges. I don't want to have to, like, keep track. Um, I like his team, and I want to call it a beat bus just because of Tariq Cohen on the bench. And then he has a decent amount of wide receivers down there. So I think if he picks well, he can do well. Uh, and then also you have that benefit of Patrick Mahomes. And if you wanted to start a wide receiver, if, if they have that combo, that can do really well for the season. Um, and I really like Kareem Hunt on the bench for later in the season. I like that pick a lot. Um, so I'll give him a B plus because of that. Um, and I think he he will make playoffs. I think he'll be um, kind of like, yeah, kind of like middle tier playoffs. Not bad and like, not like he's not going to sweat it, but I don't think he's going to be number one.
0: That's fair. Um, next up, Alex Roush. Now, this is one of my favorite teams to analyze currently. Um, a really strong running back core and I, it, we'd be remiss if we were not to discuss the ongoing holdouts of both Melvin Gordon and Ezekiel Elliott. Um, yep. Now, I would be really worried about – now, Gort, like they're both going to play at some point, I would guess. Gordon could not play, but I would guess that Gordon will play the last – like he'll probably come back week six or seven, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Zeke, I think, will be back week three or four. Um, if not week one, I still think he'll be back. Week one is the most likely resolution to this. I think week one, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was three or four. Um, so, but, but even having Leonard Fournette as a third running back to step in, I think is really good. Um, the wide receivers, you really need a breakout from Lockett or Watkins, like, uh, Like Lockett was good last year, but I just don't like relying on those big play wide receivers. Um, He reached for the Bears' defense because they were really good, but they lost their D coordinator, Um, so that worries me. And then his bench is like garbage, so I don't know. I like this is a this is a C plus team to me. Um, Now if If Melvin Gordon and Zeke Elliott play week one, this is a a B-plus team, B-plus team, if they both play week one. But I think he's going to lose too many games if even one of them sits out uh, to make a run towards the end. I just don't think it'll matter. I think he'll probably be a spoiler for a lot of teams towards the end of the season. But uh, at the beginning of the season, I think he'll probably start out like two and four or something and just not be able to dig himself out of that hole. So I'm going to say it's a C plus team and that he'll finish out of the playoffs. Uh, Unluckily, um, I would guess.
1: So uh, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give him a B minus and I'll tell you why. Um, Just based on what we've been going on. It's like, it's, it's about starting lineup and then what does it look like with your bench? Um, For me, especially after having Le'Veon last year, if they don't have a if they're not signed with the team, if they're not playing right now, they're not on the roster. So with that being said, um Leonard Fournette and Tariq Cohen are the starting running backs. Or not not no, no, Leonard Cornette and um and Shady are the starting running backs. Otherwise, no running backs on the team, not a super deep bench. Um got a lot of wide receivers. So he's gotta have a hot hand and his running backs need work. So I'm gonna give him a B minus for that just because if they're not playing, then they're not on the team to me. That's fair. If if they are playing, I think he gets a B plus, maybe an A minus. If his if he if I don't know, he's not yeah. super deep. Even if he did, that's have where I'm at. M-. Yeah,
0: I think even even like on a bye week, he screwed up a little bit. Um, right, even with trouble. them both, which is you know it's a trade off of he he made the made the made the gamble. Yeah, All but right. I
1: like his I like his defense, and I like that he has at least running backs that they're playing. <clears throat>
0: Next up is uh, my team, I guess.
1: Uh, oh, nice! Unbearably white. Cool.
0: Um, now I think my team is pretty good, but it's also, it's a vastly different strategy than I've ever, uh, uh in. Wait, what word am I looking for? Implemented. Yeah, there you go. Implemented. Um, I just like because I kept Hopkins. I drafted Adams first. Like it's a wide receiver. It's a really strong wide receiver team. Um, Yep. And I really just need, like, one of these flex plays to turn out, and then I feel safe. But until then, I'm a little nervous, especially at my running backs. Um, But other than that, I think it's a solid team. I think it's probably uh, an A- to a B-plus team, I would say, if I had to give it a grade. My wide receivers are – I think they're that good that they could carry me for a while. Um, and so I think that I have a little time to figure out the running back situation. Like I don't need to hurry and make anything, any rash decisions. Like I think Dalvin cook, Dalvin cook is going to be a stud and then I just need to be able to plug in someone to that RB two. And if, if Melvin Gordon misses time, then it's Austin Eckler. If Zeke Elliott misses time, then it's Tony Pollard. Like I have solutions in the same way that I picked up James Conner last year. Like it's just, that's the kind of stuff yep. that I like to do. Um, and I think it'll turn out, I think I'll probably be a top three seed. I'll, I think I'll probably be, like, I just, I feel like it typically ends up that way. Like one way or another, I'm going to find my way into the money and get my money back.
1: Um. So there's a, there's a, like a brink shot going up, by, like right in front of me right now. Um. I think you're, Kind of spot on i it is different the way you picked your team this year because typically you're more of a running back guy and then your wide receivers one of them would be kind of lacking uh, but i like this and i think that if anywhere like you kind of said like your running back two is kind of iffy I like Dobbin cook as well uh, but you have options on your bench and your bench is pretty solid so yeah i think a minus is the spot um and you and I think yeah I think as the season goes on we'll kind of see where it goes but i like the team a lot
0: yeah, if uh, if anybody needs, if anybody's interested in two of the players on my bench, I need to free up a roster spot. So if anybody wants to pick up two of my players for one of their bench players, let me know because I need to make a move. So, yeah. I don't want to stay on my team. And on, uh, on to Bryce. All right, Bryce is next. Okay. Um, yep. Now, this is interesting. I was shocked to see how good Bryce's team looked to me. Yeah. But it really falls off towards the end for me. Um, I worry. Like, I think David Montgomery should start over Jordan Howard. Um, And then he needs one of Robinson, Jones, or Ridley to be a reliable wide receiver, too. I think Ridley will be. Um, I think this team is... A B, like a even B. Um, running backs are really good. Wide receivers are above – actually, they're probably just average. Um, but he's got a really good quarterback, and so I give it a B. I think Bryce is a playoff team this year if he doesn't screw it up. Um, and I think he can avoid screwing it up, but he needs to pay attention, and I worry that he won't. Um, so – yeah, I think I think Bryce is a playoff team. For the first time in a long time, I think Bryce had a really good draft and deserves to be in the playoffs.
1: I um, I like his team a lot too. It's it's headstrong for sure. Like you guys have some really some thick names at the top. Um but I think he I like his team a lot too. I think it's B 2 B plus for him. And I, you're exactly right. If he pays attention, he can go into playoffs this year for sure. Because his team is pretty like he has he has a bench on some level. You can go low, low tier, and just you could just uh, throw the dice into the ring with Frank Gore at the bench. I love that. But then I would, I, you could even start Marvin Jones as your flex wide receiver if you wanted to do that. Um, that's what I would do. But then you also have uh, like uh, Montgomery sitting on the bench right there. You probably want to start him. I like his team.
0: Um, next up is uh, good old Julian. Um, Between Boyd and Lindsey. I'm worried for Julian's team because of the running backs. <laughs> Uh, wide receivers are good. Running backs, quarterback situation. Now Julian did lose Andrew Luck, so like he's just the most unlucky person in the league, I would guess, at this point. Um, and so I unfortunately I don't think Julian's in the playoffs. I think this is a I think it's a B minus team, I would say, right there with Kendall and Kyle. Um maybe a little bit worse, maybe a C plus. Um, just because of really just because of the running backs and, and not a ton. I like, I like he actually has good depth. I would say is the difference. His starting running backs might not be as good as like Kendall or Kyle, but if he were to lose one of them, he could fix that with Tevin Coleman and Peyton Barber and that, those kind of players on the bench, like it, like he can survive an injury, whereas those other teams I don't think can as well. So yeah, I'm gonna stick with B minus and say he's a fringe playoff team. If his running backs are really good, like they had, like they could be, then I think he could totally find himself in the playoffs. But I just don't see it now. And really, all of this is kind of pointless because we don't actually know what's gonna happen.
1: Right. Uh, but we're just going off names. Yeah, it's uh, interesting to me. So I'm gonna give his team a B minus, but I think his potential is a B plus. If his if his team plays well, like the individual players play well, like Julio Jones has a good season, Antonio Brown has a good season, I think they do well. I like his team, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's complete necessarily. But I don't think it's so incomplete that it invalidates him. So I think he has playoff potential, but I doubt that he gets there unless his team really performs. I don't even think it's so much on him as his
0: players. Yeah. Oh man. Who's next? Oops. Beefy boys. The Beefy boys. Now here's an interesting one. Now, Brandon's team I think is really good. But every year I think Brandon's team is really good coming out of the draft. <laughs> For whatever reason, Brandon just doesn't know how to manage a team. I don't know what he does. But also, I worry about his bench because his bench is full of just lottery tickets and nothing else. Like, I don't feel comfortable starting anyone that's on his bench. Not a single player would I want in my starting lineup.
1: Maybe Christian Kirk. Maybe Kenyon Drake.
0: Um, And so, like, that is yucky to me. Now, his wide receivers are good. He's got a nice balance of consistency with Michael Thomas and the home run with Tyree Kill. He's got good running backs. No, like top tier running back. Sort of in the same spot I am, um, where he just needs you know two of them to be good, good, and he'll be a good team. I want to put Brandon in the playoffs, but for whatever reason, he just can't. He can't make it there. I don't know what has happened. I don't know if it's psychological for him or if he's just that unlucky. Um, but I hope he can you know make it pay off this year. His first year as commissioner, we'll see. Yeah, Interim. It's tough commissioner. when you got a double four. Yeah.
1: Um, I think.
0: Oh, I guess I'll give it. I'll give it a B.
1: I'm gonna go B minus for Brandon's team. Um, I don't. I really don't trust Aaron Jones ever. I don't know why. And also, I feel like you kind of like you said it's a lottery ticket bench, but I feel like it's kind of grasping at straws. I don't know. I don't know if like he knows what he wants from his bench. He just kind of has players. So, um, I mean, it's balanced, and it's, I guess he technically has depth, but I don't really trust his running backs. Um, but I do like his team. I think the defense is going to do well. I think his tight end should do well. Um, and all around, he could have a really solid uh, really solid team week to week. But this is on him. He's got to make sure he's putting the right people in the right places.
0: And last but not least, Green Eggs and Cam. <laughs> Mason Munoz in his inaugural year but not really he's just returned um, yep. I think this is a pretty good team Um. but I worry about Mason as the manager of the team mm. like I just don't know he doesn't have the track record <laughs> of being good. It's true. Uh, I can hear that Mason is listening outside my door right now, and so I want him to hear this. I want him to hear this. I want him to know that his team is good enough to win the championship, but he has to stay in it all 13 weeks of the regular season and then the three extra weeks after that. If he doesn't, what did not say? I don't know. He left. Um, oh. I think he just stayed for the the good part where I said his team's good enough. I don't think he listened to the advice at all, which is kind of the problem. Fine. Um, so, I like, it is – I'm going to say his team is a B, but I don't have them in, in the playoffs because I don't know if he'll pay attention. Yeah. Or, no, actually, um, I'm going to say B+. plus.
1: Okay. So I thought I was I thought I was gonna be like ostracized if I saw B+. plus. I don't love his bench that much.
0: No, yeah, his but bench I think isn't his great. Team is
1: good. Um so if i if I was gonna go off what I've been normally been saying, I would say B, but I think he hits on more positions than most people that I've said that for. So I think B plus is fair. I do think that he's in it though. I think he cares. I
0: I want him to prove me wrong. I want more people to care in this league. Um
1: I think he does care. Like whenever he, whenever he found out he's gonna be in the league, he's excited. He's excited to be here at least. How long that lasts, I don't know. But I think he can make playoffs for sure. I think at least, at the very least, he can be a wild card team, squeak in, and then go to the second round of the playoffs.
0: Yep, for sure. All right. Well, um, I don't know if there's much more we want to cover here. We'll go through. I'll say let's we'll have a pick 'em real quick. Just pick each matchup. We don't need to elaborate okay. at all. Oh maybe, sure. Maybe like one sentence, but just go through each matchup. Um, the first oh. one I'll do is Kendall and Kyle. I love when Kendall and Kyle play. For whatever reason, I just feel like there's some small rivalry there. Um, yeah. But like it's never like been born out into anything. I guess I mean they did almost like fight in high school or whatever. But
1: there we go. You gotta shoehorn that in.
0: But maybe that, like, I don't know if that was it. But for whatever reason, maybe it's just because both their names start with K. I feel like there's a rivalry, um, especially in fantasy football. Um, now, for week one, I think I'm picking... Um, wow, this is tough. These these are the it two teams tough. that are, I think, the most similar. Um, <laughs> um, man, this is hard. I'm going to go with... I'm gonna go with Kyle, I guess. Um, okay. I think it'll be close though, but I got Kyle. Um, and it's gonna be it's it's the little things for Kyle. It's the better matchup for uh like kick or the better matchup for defense, quarterback, tight end, that stuff. I think will make the difference.
1: I think I'm gonna go with Kendall, and it is because makers, it's uh, Baker's at Tennessee. Saquon, I think Saquon's gonna go off. I think. Uh, Kittle is gonna have a decent game, and then Alshon Jeffrey could go off too. So I think it'll be Kittle
0: Um, next we'll go Mason and Trevor. Um, well, let's see here. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go. Upset alert! Give me Mason over Trevor week one. Okay. Uh, I don't Dude. like Trevor's matchups. Is what I'll say.
1: Okay, I think. Um, uh, yeah, Trevor's matchups are tough, but I think I think they might balance each other out. I'm gonna give the nod to Trevor, um, just because it is it's Pittsburgh. Uh, it's, it's Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh New England. England. Yeah. And if you just cancel out all the, the Steelers players, uh, Trevor has more uh, New England players. So.
0: I see the old reverse jinx. Interesting. No,
1: that's not okay. This is this is so not a reverse jinx. The Patriots are going to beat us. That's it. (laughs) They always
0: beat us. All right. All right. We never win. Brandon and Roush. Now, I think this isn't a great game to predict because um, I'm picking Brandon. If Roush has if Roush has Zeke, I'm still picking Brandon. If Roush has Zeke and Melvin Gordon, I'll pick Roush.
1: That's, I think,
0: that's what I'll say.
1: I think I'm gonna go Brandon as well. But if Brandon, if if, if Roush had Zeke, then I'd pick R- Roush.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, Bryce and more, one more. Bryce and Jack. Two more. Uh, Bryce yep. and Jack. Um, I'm picking Jack. Um. That's great. But I think it'll be closer than people expect. The issue for Bryce is that uh, while he can compete at the top end of his lineup, the bottom end of his lineup isn't as strong as Jax's. So no, that's literally Bryce those mean.
1: last those last four are tough, except for uh, Matt Prater. I think Matt Prater and Justin Tucker can cancel each other out.
0: Yeah. Um. So you're also but, picking. But Jack? Bryce
1: has some home run hitters. Uh, but I think I pick Jack. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, in this matchup, there are three three of the, like, most highest scoring, maybe four of the most highest scoring fantasy players that there are, right? Todd Gurley, McCaffrey, Kamara, and Odell Beckham Jr. Like, it's going to be a shootout.
1: Absolutely. And then also kind of like a sleeper home run hitter is Joe Mixon because he can go off. True. For real, early.
0: And then finally, it is me and Julian, and I am going to pick myself to win I have a pretty good record in week one games, um, and I just think Julian's team has some growing to do. I think it'll do it, but I just don't know if it's there yet. Let me see here. Oh
1: these are all like changed some my times, I think
0: that's funny. Um. but uh, I will say Julian has two Monday at nine o'clock games, so the latest game possible. So he could yeah. always come from behind because it's Antonio Brown and Phillip Lindsay, two big players. He could always come from behind with the late Monday night game.
1: I think I'm going to give it to you, but I think you win by three points.
0: Fair enough. A win's a win. Yeah. All right. Well, that was, uh, that was our International Edition podcast. Now, bear with us for a moment because the audio probably was not yeah, spectacular. Not um, I'm outside. Yeah.
1: And also not on Wi-Fi. Yeah. So, um,
0: I will say your connection was really good cause China has, has got them cell towers going on. Um,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. But I think if this is, if the league is, uh, the fast and furious franchise, this is our Tokyo drift and yeah. I'm bow wow. I'm not in the series, uh, but I'm watching and I'm having a good time.
0: So let us know if you want to hear more of these. I know some of you do, but I'd really appreciate it. More of you did to make it worth our while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because it's no easy feat to get these set up and recorded. Um, and I guess with that, I'll have this up sometime this weekend. So everybody have a good Labor Day. Enjoy uh, the first weekend of college football. And uh, we'll get it, you guys, next week. Probably after week one's games have wrapped up. Um, ideally, I guess it would, might be like a middle of the week thing. But it really depends on our availability. So it, it yeah, it'll either be yeah. I'm not gonna put any date on it because that's a terrible idea. But um, I think we'll
1: either record next Saturday or next Friday for you or the Friday after.
0: Yeah, something like that. We'll figure uh, it out. Or somewhere in the middle or after that. Yep. All right. Yeah. That's it. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Crew Review. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.